Melanin and me, exploring the black woman's experiences in Britain. Hey lovely ladies, welcome back to Melanin and me. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to remind you how you can stay up to date with our latest content. We release episode every Thursday, so make sure to subscribe to Melanin and me on your preferred podcast platform so that you don't miss out on any episodes. You can also follow our inspiring content on social media by searching melanin underscore and underscore me on Instagram or find us on Facebook at melanin and me UK. If you felt empowered or motivated from any of our episodes, we love to hear it. So feel free to contact us by emailing melaninandme at yahoo.com or slide on in on our DMs on our social accounts. Don't forget to share some love, drop us a review and share with any of your fellow queens who might be uplifted by tuning into Melanin and Me. For now, enjoy today's episode. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Melanin and Me. With us today, we've got a very, very special guest, Flossie, aka Fifi. Um, she is the founder of Flossy Eyewear and also a model. So, hey, Fifi, how are you doing? Hi, guys. I am fine, I guess, um, in this mess. We're alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm fine. So, having you. Amazing. We're really, really happy to have you. Sorry, Ash. I got so excited talking to Flossy. Um, I forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm just a sideband today. Don't worry about me. We've got the main event here, Flossy. We want to talk to you. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Flossy, and about Flossy Eyewear. Um, so um, my name is uh, Firdos. I actually, but I use the name Flossy because nobody ever knows how to say my name. <laughs> I am a founder. <laughs> Literally, my name is like the most typical name in the world. And I'm a founder and I'm a founder of a, an eyewear brand called Flossy Eyewear. Flossy Eyewear, it's basically an eyewear brand, just like the name itself. I kind of mm-hmm. made sure that the name kind of speaks for itself without even getting too technical. So I have a range of unisex sunglasses. Yeah, basically uh, multi-gender luxury eyewear glasses. Mm-hmm. I started in 2017 and yeah, just pretty much been growing since then, really. My slogan is believe in your um, vision because obviously sunglasses as well. So you all kind of like connect I like together. that. I love yeah. that. Me and Asha like, yes, you go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can we steal your slogan though? <laughs> I feel like it's so but yeah, it's so like wide range use. So it's not like anything like you know special, but yeah. Nah, don't sell yourself short. That's amazing. I mean, I was scrolling through your Instagram page, the Flossy Eyewear Instagram page, and I was seeing people like Crepton Conan, Maya Jama. I mean, how do you do it? How do you get those individuals to come on board? I'm not going to lie, yeah. Oh, definitely don't go through management. Nobody, you didn't hear it from me because that's when you have to cough up somebody. <laughs> Meet them in person. So yeah. say like... um. I don't know with Maya I kind of like followed her on Instagram forever and Twitter <laughs> and she has like charity events um she has like charity events and meet and greet events she's from London as well so whenever she has like events I basically just turn up and for support or whatever and I just get her I just have a chat with her she's really cool like Maya is like probably the most I don't act like a celebrity celebrity ever she genuinely she's be like yo I got you um 
I'm a well first time I met her I met her like three times because we I go to mm-hmm. like parties as well that she's there but um I'm just like uh I love your stuff um I have an eyewear brand I've bought you a pair and she's like oh thank you she just takes a picture so it's oh, like sick. I think going through management might be if you have like a bigger budget then obviously definitely she might be the best mm-hmm. person for um brand ambassador but obviously I'm still like growing so I'm not on that level yet so I feel like meeting celebrity in person and just have a conversation really yeah don't be shy (laughs) and I think that's like clearly something that's quite um important with trying to raise awareness and having a brand is around your personality because essentially people are buying you as your brand so and I can you know obviously you're so charismatic and I'm sure that's why people fall in love when they meet you and your personality and your vibe and that's kind of what helps them buy into it so do you think that's quite important as a as a brand ambassador as a brand founder yeah that's definitely um is one of actually marketing um thing that people should use even if like people want to start a brand and they don't they're not sure or they're introvert they don't, they don't know how to because obviously you know everybody has a personality like me but they still have ideas mm-hmm. it shouldn't stop them from you know uh, making make, make, making the idea reality so Definitely, if you're not that person that can mm. sell your brand and make it, it make people feel good about themselves or have like, you know, charismatic, like you mentioned, you should definitely give it to people that do possess that if that's what you want your brand to represent. So that way is yeah. uh, kind of um, your brand then relates to that actual, when you think of Flossy Hour, because I'm, I'm, I don't know, I think people think I'm funny anyways. But I just do like, I, I make people laugh. You've made us <laughs> so, laugh. You've made us so some laugh. Some people, no, honestly, some people just buy my glasses because I post like funny memes and they're like, oh my God, you've made my day. Or you sell sunglasses and they buy sunglasses. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like, especially during this period, I feel like you just have to, it's not just a product. You have to bring something else to, as a value mm. to the um, whatever you're selling 100%. rather than the actual product itself. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's my personality comes with it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Good to hear that. Here's another one. British Vogue. How did that come oh. about? Because <laughs> I saw the article and I was amazed. I was like, oh my God, this woman is amazing. I had to put Tanzania in a map because I feel like Nigerian. Yes. Really too much about somebody, <laughs> map, has to, map, map, map. somebody has to do it for the team. Yeah, we, definitely we, joke, the team we, we joke every episode because really? Ray's always like telling everyone she's from Zanzibar. So it's like an <laughs> ongoing. She's so proud. She's so yeah, proud. Man. <laughs> it's always like part of the lines. Yeah, by the way, I'm from Zanzibar. Yeah, um, yeah, being from Zanzibar thing is just like, where is that again? I'm just like, oh, yeah. I, really, I really got to do this geography lesson every second. Exactly. Every time I tell people, I'm from, oh, it's so long. <laughs> And then exactly. the like, oh my god, it's so nice. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I feel <laughs> your so, pain there. <laughs> trust me, with the Vogue thing, I kind of got like an email uh, from uh, uh, a lady. I've forgotten her name now. Wow, I'm supposed to remember her name. I used to, <laughs> whatever. Um, so she um, emailed me and wanted um, and said, I've seen your Instagram page. I've seen your content. We'd love to have a feature of you on our uh, next issue. And I'm not going to lie. I was just like, okay, this is one of them like random internet emails. I just ignored it. And then she emailed me again. I was like, really? okay, it might, it might just be things. So I responded <laughs> to her and I kind of searched her on LinkedIn and I found her. She actually exists and she'd actually work for Vogue. It's not <laughs> somebody trying to do like banter. And I was like, wow. So I just followed it up. 
But what I didn't do is I like, told everybody about it until it was actually on Vogue. I kind of like, I think mm. that's the only thing that I kept to myself, really. Yeah. Because I actually care about it, I guess. Is, is <laughs> it a bit like... like... Is it a bit like one of those moments where you know you've got your driving test and you you hold off telling people until you're like, oh, I passed, well, guys. <laughs> I'm legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I can't relate because I don't have a license. But yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how that feels. So I'm looking like, how does that even feel? Now, I'm such a London girl. Like, I literally get trained all the time. Yeah, and Uber. But um, yeah, something like that, I guess. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that yeah. must have felt pretty amazing though like when you saw that you were featuring on such an incredible platform on such a prestigious article that must have been amazing how did you feel at that particular moment I was literally going through like madness so it, it kind of like something that just came out on a when I was like very low I didn't really know where my brand was going or whatever so mm. it kind of like boosted up a little bit so it was perfect timing and also I feel like um it's just something that I wanted my brand to be known as, like a luxury eyewear brand. So I was really mm-hmm. happy that it kind of manifested to Vogue, not like mm-hmm. any other, I'm not saying anything about magazine is not good, but obviously started from like the very top. So it mm-hmm. kind of gives like, my brand a little bit positive, fashionable reputation because Vogue is like so mm-hmm. big. Are you are you telling us that you won't, you don't want your um, sunglasses advertised on the sun, for example? <laughs> Absolutely not. Sorry, just Heat magazine. <laughs> you can't be going backwards, please. How do you go up from Vogue? I don't even know where you go up from Vogue. Like Phobes. Exactly. Exactly. Phobes. What the hell? I can't go to the sun. What am I doing on the sun, please? Like, no. Yeah, so, for Vogue to uh, Forbes to. 30 and 30, whatever, like, yeah, it has man. to go higher. Manifest like, it, manifest we'll, it. We'll, we'll love to see it. backwards. For real, exactly. For real. So your whole marketing, you kind of decided quite early on that you wanted it to be luxury brand. You kind of had a good vision. I'm using your slogan again, your vision. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you knew where you wanted to go, how you people wanted to perceive your brand. Like what process did you go through? Were you just kind of like naturally quite creative yourself or did you work with somebody or a team or did you get inspiration from anything in particular was there another eyewear brand that maybe inspired you to kind of follow in their footsteps or what kind of sparked that for you I'm literally a team and when I send email I say we I'm talking I'm just me (laughs) besides (laughs) besides the person that does my graphics and my my uh, graphics and my website and obviously the ads but um to be honest yeah I feel like it just manifests manifested itself in the end it's just like I'll probably think about it too much and it just happened or like for example uh because my personality is like bubbly so I think oh wow Maya Jama will be the best person will be such mm-hmm. a good person to you know and I'll just be following her Twitter to see when the next event for her to wear it and at the moment as well like how I got heady one to wear my glasses as well everybody's just like mm-hmm. how did you get heady one how the fuck did you get heady one I did see that I- that's amazing yeah, because Hedy One doesn't really doesn't even speak. Nobody even heard Hedy One speaking before. Or wear glasses as well. So it's like, <laughs> wow, how the fuck did I make that happen? Um, it's pretty much obviously thinking about it, writing it down. Because we more time we create our own reality. So whenever yeah. you think hesitant, if you're hesitant about something not happening, it's not gonna happen because you're obviously just put, put that block on your thought from the beginning. So with Hedy, he was like, I'm having a he he. I promoted this pop-up show. I was thinking Maya is a good person as well to 
represent my brand because of vibrant personality but also i want urban people to know about my brand so i want uh, young people as well most people that listen to heady probably um would wear my stuff i mean people that wear my stuff will listen to heady is a similar age range from like maybe mm. 16 to like 25 so um i was like okay i need to uh, go to that event and meet him and i wrote it down i was like okay get a shout out of heady lol on my notes phone and then it actually happened and i'm just like okay so definitely marketing because i want my brand to be the it what's popping right now i have to go with what's popping right now whether it's artist mm. personality um a show anything because yeah. then it just have to and then that way it, it obviously stays relevant and yeah yeah pretty can much. you release a melanin and me limited edition <laughs> <Iris>. yeah sure. <laughs> sure that is what's popping right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should literally actually I was gonna say we should give them Swahili names, but my last collection actually is called Swahili names. I do try and put a little culture in in on the glasses, but the yeah. people I'm promoting it to are not really understanding. They don't get They're it. Just looking at it, I was like, oh, wasted so away. How did you come up with that? Because the actual Swahili people don't really, you know, I don't know. I... I'm not like the most popular Swahili person. But yeah. I'm known by people that are not Swahili. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna get a pair of Nyosi, which is a collection. I mean the glasses yeah. name. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, they probably don't even know what it means. But anyways, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it will make sense oh. someday, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely. In regards to like your, probably your highlight of your career with Flossy Eyewear to date, like, is there anything from a highlight point of view that sticks out to you? Obviously, we've talked about Vogue. We've talked about some of the amazing celebrities and also alongside that is there a challenge that's really stuck out for you in your mind a highlight the biggest highlight is probably getting a shout out for d1 because people are just wondering because because two days after that his music like his song made like his album made number one edna so it's like how yeah. did you get this person that was like the most relevant time ever and i was making so many sales because obviously then branding made so much sense that it was literally like a light bulb moment where like wow so this is what happened when you connect your brand and the audiences that's why people use influencers that say you have youtube so people relate to your personality and you wear it they're like oh let me wear it because i'm gonna pretty much i don't know not be like you but have your vibe so Mm. that was definitely a light bulb moment in regards to like i definitely advise people to uh, give their products to people that are relevant and people that actually make impact to um the scene or the whatever they're trying to promote and the most uh, challenging moment has to be literally having to oh my god the covid period oh my god it was like the worst so Mm. having to have two weeks delay of my products Mm. because of the covid so two weeks i'm just sitting obviously i work as well but then it's just like Every day it's like almost like, oh, um, the package has gone back. You don't get the right, the yes or no answer. So people are asking you, when are these um, items back in stock? You don't know. <laughs> so you're just yeah. there like, it was, I was so like confused. I was like, so I don't even know what to do. So I'm like, I can't tell you the date because I don't know. And the supplier mm-hmm. is like, oh yeah, um, because um, this border is closed now because of COVID. It, it was just very, the first lockdown anyways. And then now I feel like people are finding ways to still work and bring stuff to the UK obviously because I get them from outside the UK but it was very challenging and uh, my supplier kind of used a different company to send stuff to me mm-hmm. so we didn't really we didn't really know how long the person would that company would take which took ages it literally took like months because it's almost like um 
we didn't know how long they take and they were just yeah that was just terrible but um people did manage to understand oh I was just sending the same email to everybody because it's like I just didn't know yeah. but it was really annoying because I, I didn't have control on everything I was just like okay it was just really annoying but that was probably has to, that has to be the most challenging mm-hmm. part because like you know when you can track you're like oh yeah it's five days away I got it yeah. whatever mm. imagine tracking and it's like um loading and it's like oh we'll update you soon what does that even mean yeah <laughs> when know. soon yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> especially people from the UK we have no patience we're so yeah. used to Amazon Amazon, Amazon Prime people next yeah. day Amazon not everybody can afford your delivery service please stop spoiling people because now <laughs> you're making us look bad but it's not even us it's Royal Mel that doing all this everybody's quarantining everybody caught COVID all <laughs> of a sudden it's just a mixture yeah the first lockdown was pretty much crazy but now I think everybody's adapting to this new rule I'm still yeah I don't even know what's happening what's going on actually guys <laughs> tell me about <laughs> it yeah okay, okay. what do we do today Boris Johnson this one's a bit more um, looking at the industry on a bigger scale. So how have you found being in an in- industry where most people w- would consider it to be a white or male dominated industry? So how have you felt like you found your place in the industry? Um, I feel like I, I don't really say like, oh, I'm a female entrepreneur or whatever. I'm just saying I'm an entrepreneur. I think I watched this Nicki Minaj interview and she just want to be like known as a rapper. I feel like when we put mm. genders in it, it's almost like you're limiting, like some people can mm. never do it. Also, mm. my uh, mom was, was also an entrepreneur. So I knew it was possible because I've seen it happening. So it's not like something new. It's not something mm. I just, oh, I should be the first entrepreneur in my family mm. or the first female entrepreneur. So it wasn't, I never really cared about that much but I do get DMs say yo bro and I'm like oh please don't do this uh, <laughs> bro, where am I I'm like first of all I'm a girl just to let you know <laughs> yeah. I think yeah it's just bro DMs that probably um trigger me more than even the actual question it's like why <laughs> what make you think people are so confident like it's the guy that's running this thing okay no uh, no actually yeah <laughs> and that people just assume yeah, because yeah. a lot of people do think that they're, you know, only men can be business owners or they can be the ones that, who are the driving force. And I think it's so important to have like strong female characters like yourself who are, you know, like doing bits, like literally, you know, all by yourself, literally just like mm. doing all of this, like raising awareness of your brand, like just using your vision and driving it forwards and not you know, like, like you say, not feeling the need to have to refer to yourself necessarily as a female entrepreneur, yeah. even though that's definitely what you are, but it's like, yeah. you know, just, just, I'm just you an are. entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Um, it's uh, uh, another thing is definitely selling glasses, sunglasses. Cause I feel like every guy I think girls sell eyelashes and, and hair extensions. And we don't, <laughs> some of us sell sunglasses. <laughs> so it's like, unless you sell some eyelashes, you know, people wouldn't call you you'll be called bro you just have to accept yeah. it yeah so whoever's yeah. out there trying to start the business if you don't sell eyelashes or nails or sung- or, or a hair extension you might be getting called bro just don't get offended just pre-warning <laughs> <laughs> it comes with the territory literally what obviously you've been on like quite a journey you started in was it 2017 you said yeah turning the clocks back if you were to talk to your 15 year old self who 
obviously oh, didn't God. know necessarily the journey that you were going on um, <laughs> and the way that you were going to develop the amazing brand that you have. What would you say to your 15 year old self? Like what piece of advice would you give your 15 year old self? To be fair, yeah, I had my first business when I was 11. So this is so funny. <laughs> Okay, you're gonna love this. So I was selling my boy here when I was when I lived in Zanzibar. Oh, <laughs> she knows what I, I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So, I thought you I mean, were dealing sweets at school. Do, do you care I, I to enlighten well. the Caribbean over here? Come on. Oh my god. So um, it's yeah, called, it's about baobab fruit. Yeah, it's baobab fruit. And I had basically, this is what I used to do when I was like 10, 11. My mum was an entrepreneur then. Mm. So we lived with one. So I pretty much used to, oh. after school, after, before mosque, I'll make some abuyu. I'll literally make it from scratch and take it to mosque and sell it after mosque. That's what I used to do. So no in way, that, you're sick. You are so no, sick. Seriously. <laughs> and it wasn't even because like, it wasn't even because like, oh, my family was struggling. So I just generally just enjoyed, yeah, like selling yeah, my boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, so I, that, but then the thing is, I pretty much, I was born in Zanzibar and I literally migrated here when I was like 11. I started my business and then I had to come Same. here. Yeah. So I started my business and I had to come here. So it's like, when I came, I kind of lost myself because I genuinely wanted to be an entrepreneur. That's it. I genuinely... Oh, I used, yeah, I used to dance a little bit, but I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Now I'm here, it's like, oh yeah, you have to go to school. And like, I don't know, it was just weird. So it took me time to probably get back to what I really wanted to do as a, as a young person. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. took me like years to find myself again mm-hmm. because um, my parents don't live here. I grew up with my sisters in the country. So I couldn't get that push or enough attention to even being discovered what I really wanted to do. So I just had to do what everyone's mm-hmm. doing because whatever but until I just like okay I was getting bare followers on Insta I'm like okay it's time to make to start because whatever like yeah yeah it was time do you think you know like we've joked about you hustling but do you actually think like there's something that's instilled in some people that they are just like a natural born hustler or do you think it's something you can just you can develop over time like because it sounds like you always had that drive like from 11 that's a young age <laughs> like to see an opportunity and to be like yeah uh, if I lived in Zanzibar I would have probably been a Mabuya Beyonce but unfortunately I had a family <laughs> <laughs> you know that one was like if I didn't break my leg I would have been playing pro I'm talking I'm talking like the man they're like yeah, if I, I would have been playing pro <laughs> but <laughs> It's definitely something that you're born with or pretty much had to subconsciously get from just seeing the only thing. For example, like say you're born in the Jacksons. Did you really have a decision you wanted to be a singer? Because everybody in your family mm. sings. Yeah. It's like, yeah, mm. I have to. Well, it's part of me now. It's almost like even if you didn't have that gene, you managed to be around people that are able to trigger it. So mm-hmm. I think it's definitely partially environmental and partially, it's probably 70, 30. Yeah. Because there mm-hmm. are people that always want to start a business or whatever, but then it's like, yeah. Yeah. That kind of like say- nature versus nurture thing. Yeah. Balance. I'm not saying yeah. you either have it or not. Cause some people get what they want out of life so they can, whatever they want, even if they don't have it, they'll get it. So mm-hmm. you probably have to have that as a personality or just mm. be born with it and be able to like trigger it when you're older and follow it up. So it's either one or the other, but everything is possible, really. People mm. do what they want. Well, that's my theory, anyways. Mm. People do what they want because um, there's Definitely. people on Instagram so, that started businesses mm. just in pe- 
um, COVID time and they made like thousands. So it's like, they just decided that I'm mm. actually not trying to let this COVID thing put me down and feel sorry for myself. And I just want to actually do something and they do it. So they probably don't even have entrepreneur parents, but they still did it. Yeah. It's the outcome that matters really. Definitely. So other than drive then, what else would you say that an individual needs in order to progress and do really well in whatever journey they want to go on, whether that's business, whether that's podcasting, whatever it might be, like drive is the main thing. What else do you think they need? To be fair, like, oh my God, that's such a um, wide question because it's like, there are people that are saying, oh yeah, you need family support, but I don't even have my parents in the country and I'm doing all right. So do you really need that? I feel like you just need confidence and you know I've, I've been watching this show on Netflix sorry so off topic here and it's called Lupid and it's literally is I can't it kind of like speaks about my childhood a little bit you know watch it yeah I watch Lupin yeah I haven't nah, finished it's, it yet it's, nah, so it's crazy sick. um and he kind of like has like quotes people are just randomly that's what I tweeted about they have like Things where like um, you know it just it stops like mid um, the show and it tells you a little bit about life or quotes or whatever and I've been just breathing a bit of that but like I said um, people can say that uh, your family affects you or if some people if they have if they have family for example Beyonce if her family did sacrifice what they did for her talent Mm. Um, I don't know would Beyonce still be Beyonce but she has the drive and she's so confident so I feel like she'll still find a way to become something and mm. then there's like Taraji P Henson where she had like the worst childhood and she became a single mother and her um her husband uh, sorry I watch I read a lot of celebrities for inspiration and reasons anyways she had a um the husband I mean um, the wife the guy that she had a baby with passed away or was in jail or whatever and she just <laughs> Literally, it was like, okay, I don't want this for my life and this is what I want. And then she worked on it and she started acting from like 27. So I feel like your family have impact, but then it's your life at the end of the day. Like, because people blame the family for everything. It's your life. I'm not gonna lie. Like, bro, mm. one day you have to sit down and look at yourself in the mirror and blame yourself because you can't just be handing around, oh, if my mom supported me, yeah. this yeah. would happen. If this person, and most people that make it go through the maddest things anyway. So. So to answer a question, I feel like it's a personal thing. That's what I think, anyways. Because mm. whatever right. environment you're raised in, you're able. There's people that got scouted from Kenya. I have a friend that's a professional footballer that got scouted from Kenya. If he lived in London or Kenya or Zanzibar, he would still be here playing pro because mm. he generally that's what he wanted, and probably he manifested it and worked hard for it or whatever. He still managed to get to that level even though he didn't even live in the country. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it goes back to your point earlier about, you know, what anyone can can do what they want to. And I think it comes back to that that want. And as you say, there's probably some circumstances that are some people might consider easier. So if they're born into a family where there's already sort of that same perception or there's somebody who's like already a, a manager or something that's going to enable them to get there quicker, potentially, but actually it's not necessary. It's not a, an, an actual requirement. Um, one thing that mm-hmm. um, comes up a lot with businesses and becoming an entrepreneur is a lot of the time is around money. So obviously yeah. there's this whole thing that you need to have so much money to start up or to, 
you know, to, to get over that kind of like hump of, okay, now I'm starting my business. So like, what's your thoughts on that? Like, you know, do you think that that is a definite or like, yeah, what, how, how do you feel about that in terms of starting up and, and the money required? To be honest, yeah, as a startup, you have to have confidence and courage and ready to pretty much have be perseverance and be able to like um, face most challenges that come with businesses. I literally create my own logo, like I said, confident, because I posted my first logo on Instagram and all my followers are like, oh, what is that? LOL. And I was like, okay, please make me one. (laughs) Be my guest. Make me a logo. (laughs) And that's how I I got my logo done. It's like you have to... You have to take L's. I'm not scared of taking L's. I, I, I'm mm. genuinely not. So most people are even scared to try. Like Mm-mm. people are scared to fail. People are even scared to try to take L's. You, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like make, you know, your, your million on the first order. You're not, you, you're gonna have to be able to take mm. L's. So literally I started, I think I started with literally like 50 pounds and I got my first glasses from eBay. So I got like three glasses, and I opened my little Shopify website. No, not Shopify, Big Carter, which was free. That only allow you to put free glasses, free items in, uh, <laughs> put them there. And I wore them on my Instagram and I made sales. And then there's people are like, oh yeah, I'm still saving up to start a business. Like, what are you saving up for? I don't get it. Like, what are you mm. scared to, mm. for example, like, I don't know. People feel like, you know, people are just starting with like, even with like businesses, like even like, I don't know, Nike, Adidas, or even Instagram, they just started with just putting posts and then it evolves, it gets better by allowing videos and um, IGTV is an, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a process. People think, definitely, you know, you just start something and you become big. You have to be able to take L's and mm. um, grow. Allow yourself to grow, basically. Mm, yeah. People, most people are scared to even start or to grow because they're thinking about the problems that are not even started yet, or they're just questioning themselves. Like, yeah, so make sure you, you, everybody else doubt you, except yourself, Mm because self-doubt is what would keep you just waiting to start what you want to do, and you're not done it yet, because Mm -hmm. you're worrying what people are going to think, or whatever. But it's a personality thing as well. I generally don't care what people think, so yeah, (laughs) that works for me. (laughs) That works for me. Do you know what I mean? There's people that care. And yeah, I think that's a really good point, though, like the whole, you know, not being afraid to to fail and actually what what is failure? Like, actually, you know, we're all on a journey like, you know, I think we had the same when we were setting up Melanin and me because, you know, it's obviously like you don't really know what to expect. You can't you can't say, oh, I'm going to invest this much and this is what's going to be the outcome. You can't say, oh, I'm going to invest this much time into it and this is going to be the outcome like you kind of just have to evolve naturally and I think you know like one thing that we've kind of learned along the way is you just you know people will as long as you stay true to your brand and you're Mm. confident in that like you say and you keep true to your personality like people Mm. will come with you on that journey but also there's gonna be some people that don't like it or they're not a fan and it's just being okay with that as well yeah it's like okay (laughs) And like, for example, like I, I listen and watch Nicki Minaj religiously. People don't like Nicki Minaj. Mm. Ain't she a billionaire? She's, does that even make any difference to her life? Mm-hmm. Like, it's Not like, okay, do you think Nicki Minaj sitting in a corner worrying about what people think? Like she genuinely does. I feel like you just have to bring, uh, create a level where outside noise is not really interfering. And the bigger mm. you get, the more noise you get because you're relevant. So everybody wants to attack you. So yeah. I feel like 
Americans are more like used to it they generally don't care and they actually don't care mm-hmm. i feel like here people are like i don't care i don't care but low-key they do because that's why they haven't started the business <laughs> it's that british thing start, like, 10 years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh i really gotta start that business um yeah i don't care but then it's like your action will show that you don't care you don't mm. have to say you don't care you just have to act like you are and be yourself really i feel like um i've, I've listened to this podcasting and everybody's like oh yeah Nicki minaj nobody really like her I was thinking, do you guys think Nicki Minaj cares that people like her? Yeah. She's still getting paid. You guys are still discussing her. So she's getting paid for that, guys. Just wanted to let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is so, so true. That um, Google search, that's a payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's where we hope Melanin and me goes, where we get to a point where people are talking about us and we're relevant. <laughs> Yeah, Minimum, it minimal will go haters. you guys take it, <laughs> literally. Yeah, 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 you don't, yeah. You don't, don't want to be like on the shade room. Top of no. On UK gossip, top of Oh, I've been on UK gossip as well. I found that funny. Like, I don't really care. Yeah. I was on UK gossip for um, being drunk and literally touched Anthony Joshua's face and all his girlfriends were after me thinking, <laughs> hold on me. hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on everybody relax take a step <laughs> back wait 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 you oh, were you how close touched hold on we need a pause we need a pause hold on you touched anthony joshua's face oh my god i did kind and of it, gold it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, his security. No, I didn't wash my hands for like days. Why has he not got your sunglasses? You should have dashed your sunglasses on him too. <laughs> okay, let me tell you the story. I know he's not even part of this questions. Should I tell you why? Yes. Because I starch tracked and I didn't know what to do. Like me, I didn't know what to <laughs> so do. So the next thing was to touch his face. <laughs> it's like, okay, my brain is like, okay, see, that's like Joshua, he's real. And that's him standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's really six foot something. Wow. Hey. I was even looking up to try and finish how tall he is. And then my brain is like, okay, yeah, touch his face. Well, not ask, don't ask him for a shout out for Flossy Hour. Just touch his face. That's really gonna, you know. But then I ended up being on UK Gossip, which means like people are following me because I was on it. Then I guess it worked out in the end. But I Exposure. guess it didn't work out properly. So if in yeah, doubt, whatever. If in doubt, yeah. strokes. Was it was it like a stroke or was it just like a poke or like or was it like a full caress? Caress. You know what you do when you see like cute babies. I did that basically. <laughs> <laughs> like like pinch their cheeks. Yeah, like with one handle, like like that. Oh, <laughs> I did. I don't know, but I was a bit waved, so I'm just like yeah, blame you on that. But then I was sober for a bit. I was like, yo, I couldn't even believe that he was in the same room as me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what that's hilarious <laughs> the whole Anthony Joshua wow because my mom doesn't even know athletes so yeah I said it to my brother he's like you're mad weird how do you even get in places like this I'm just like don't worry about that <laughs> just don't know I'm the that. famous one in the family don't worry that's about so that <laughs> yeah. don't worry about it what we wanted to ask um, was for you to let us know what your legacy was for Flossy Eyewear. What legacy did you want it to leave? Oh, wow. I didn't even We're getting deep here. Get <laughs> yeah. real deep. Yeah, I got <laughs> behind. Uh, to be fair, 
obviously uh, women empowerment 110%. I wanted to allow, lead by example on women that migrate to countries to be able to still be themselves. I feel like mm. there's only so much you can do with like, you know, hiding who you really are. For example, mm. me being here, not having, you know, as much support as other people would make, will get, not that it would make any difference. Like I said, with the support thing is one of them iffy topics where do you really need support or do you really, you know, is it really what you wanted to do? So I feel like just being able to have courage and follow your dreams and regardless of circumstances, really. And, and be yourself because um, a lot of people can be, make money by just being themselves. For example, Maya Jama, she gets paid for being herself. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people. And you have like people that look down on you or hate on you or whatever. But then it's like people put in real work. People don't just wake up and end up on Vogue or just whatever. They mm-hmm. literally just be grounded and just like have a tunnel vision really. Don't really let outside noise affect you so definitely as be um everybody can do it entrepreneur women man anybody uh, is possible um and just stay grounded really essentially I just want a better life for my children like everybody else really like I got sent here by my parents to have a better life so I have to kind of continue but that's like an African thing we all want better yeah that's so powerful and I think there's so much in there around you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening in will be able to take away a lot from that. And just, you know, sometimes people think there's a magic pill that's that's required or there's some yeah. sort of like, you know, goal pot at the end of the rainbow. And th- these one, two, three, four steps are going to get you there. But I think just, you know, yeah. like you said, be yourself and that's that be authentic. And that's that's really powerful. Yeah. So. And put in work, really. Yeah. It's not yeah. just going to happen. And, and be patient. I feel like people need to be more kinder to themselves as well mm. like we feel like oh everybody else is judging us but more time we judge ourselves more than anything so just be mm. kinder to yourself and allow yourself to make mistakes really because mm. then that's how yes. you're gonna learn anyways now listen this I'm woman is you know. spitting fire let's <laughs> preach all i do is post memes I'm starting my YouTube soon and I'm going to like be hey, like this. Hey. So <laughs> on that, on that note, on that note, we are so grateful to have had you on today. So just before we wrap up, can you just tell listeners where they can find you, what platforms are, etc. So um, thanks for having me guys. I generally like, I don't know, you know, when I say podcast interview, it just generally felt like I'm just chilling with the girls we're so really that's the vibe we're going for just we're kicking just back yeah. yeah um so first of all i have a um new collection coming up in february i haven't come up with a date yet obviously we're 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 working you know like nine to five nine to um nine to twelve we're depressed and then we wake up and we get to reality because <laughs> this pandemic everybody has touched depression but you, you have to get out of that yeah, and be like, okay sure. money happy make so yeah depression i'm done with you so yeah i'm <laughs> time to make some money so um i'm doing a um basically blue light glasses because i know mm-hmm. it's well this is like pandemic marketing thing that i come up with um so right now i feel like everybody's working from home a lot of people are working from home a lot of people on the phone so I'm launching a blue light collection that comes in five colors um, that I, I protect you from basically the blue light, which yeah. is which comes nice. from the uh, phones, laptops, screens, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Amazing. I'm launching that in February. 
um, not Valentine's Day. Anyways, nobody cares about that day. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking, girls. Being your feelings, I'm so sorry. I'm joking. <laughs> so, so that's um, coming out soon, and you can find me. So that's coming out in February. I haven't thought of the date yet because obviously I don't really have control of anything at the moment. So it's just February for now. Iwear.com, Instagram, Flossy Eyewear, and I am. We'll be launching Amazon probably by the end of this week. Fingers crossed. I'm just yes. So um yeah, we just want to be global. We out there. So yeah, hey. yeah, man. We love to see it. That's amazing. We'll amazing. also put all of those um socials on the footnotes as well, guys. So if you ever wanted to just click away and find our good old Fifi, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, um, Fifi. And we are going to obviously, as Ray said, put all the links into the footnotes. Make sure that you go and find out all the stuff that Flossie's doing with her eyewear brand. Don't forget to share pictures, take lots of photos. Um, We love to see it. We love to share it. So that's a wrap on today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and that you gained something positive from listening in. Whether that be you gained a new perspective, got some tips and tricks to motivate and inspire you, or if it just made you smile. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave a review so that you don't miss any upcoming episodes, and so we can bring you even more of the content that you love. Until next time, stay blessed, wear that crown with pride, and keep shining. (laughs) 